Welcome into the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. We are ready to cap off week 13 in the NFL with a Monday night nine and a half point Jacksonville Jaguars favorite hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man of the people in the room. Welcome in to Ride the Line, Grant. Are you riding on a Monday morning? No better way to get the week started than by riding into Ride the Line, Tanner. We got Monday Night Football, like you said. Great weekend of NFL action. Super excited. We're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. We've also got the college football playoff coming up, which we should probably talk about just a little bit. The NBA in-season tournament entering the new stage of the uh, format. It's going to be a really interesting time. A lot of good events going on this week. Yeah, let's spend a couple minutes talking about the college football playoff. We'll get our opinions on that. But before we do that, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the page, follow, do it all, comment, share, subscribe. Every single thing that you need to do to this video right now to make it go viral, please do it. And we appreciate it in advance, guys. This is the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. It makes sense. You're going to want to follow it. You get notified. It's meant to make your life easier. So make sure you subscribe right now. Grant, I don't know if we have differing opinions on this, but I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first on this one because I feel like I feel like we'll have differing opinions on this. I think the committee from a financial standpoint, first of all, I'll say this. My heart breaks for Florida State. It really does. Really, really does. With that being said, though, if Alabama played Florida State, they would be a 14-point favorite. Alabama's deserve to get in. Financially, for the college football playoff, it's going to make more money. I don't want to tune in to watch Michigan play Florida State. I want to watch Michigan play Alabama because obviously Michigan doesn't want Bama. They're afraid. And it's going to make for a better product on the field. So am I upset about it? Not really. I think it was the right move. I do feel bad for Florida State, but in the end of the day, money pays. Money pays. I I think it's an interesting spot because if we're going to talk about the four most deserving teams in America. In my opinion, that's Michigan, Washington, Texas, Florida State. The four best teams, in my opinion, are Michigan, or probably Michigan, Washington, Georgia, and Alabama, or maybe you want to put Ohio State in in Georgia's place. neither, Neither of those groups are what actually got picked, so the committee kind of had to split the difference a little bit. They end up going with Alabama instead of Florida State. Uh, I saw a tweet, and I just want to put this out there too because I too feel awful for Florida State. What Jordan Travis had to say on Twitter, which basically was, I wish I broke my leg earlier in the season so you could see this team is about more than me. That was really hard. Like, that was sad. That made me sad to read. And I want to give him credit for you know sticking up for his team. Somebody else made the point that if Jordan Travis was listed as day-to-day, would Florida State get in there? I think that certainly played into it because Bama, I mean, they they I understand you don't want to leave a one-loss SEC championship out of the field, but you look around and they can argue, you know, of course, obviously Florida State P5 undefeated, that's probably more deserving. And then If you're going to take another team, it has to be Texas because they beat Bama. So with all that being said, Tanner, I think there were a lot of ways you could have gone about it. I ultimately think this is the four that I would have picked, but I definitely recognize that it is controversial. And I'm just glad this is the last time we're going to be talking about this because we really need that expanded expanded field. Yeah, we do. The 12 teams is going to be awesome. But yeah, I think the committee made the right move, made the right move for the product. It made the right move for the financial gain of it. And again, like Florida State, their biggest win was what LSU in the first game of the season. I think was it first or second? I think my second. Been, yeah, I, I think, think it was, was second maybe. Or, 
Yeah, it was okay. It was early in the season. Alabama beat LSU. Alabama beat Georgia. Alabama beat a lot better teams in the SEC West. Like oh, they did. They beat you're all. Right, you're right. By the way, it was the first game. Okay, so the first game, but they they beat all these good teams. Like the ACC is not good. Even the Big Ten. Like Alabama is probably going to expose Michigan in that first game because Michigan has played Penn State and Ohio State. Michigan's not that good, Grant. I don't they know. I think Alabama. Michigan's gonna might gonna beat them. They are not out. Well, good. If they beat them, they, they'll earn some respect. But they haven't played anybody either. Like Penn State's not good. I don't think Ohio State's that good. I Ohio think State is good. Us. Ohio State is good. They're okay. They're not great. They're not. Are they? Are they that good, Grant? Kyle I think McCord, Ohio I State's probably one of the four best teams in the country. And I will say too, this Alabama team is much different than the team that lost to Texas early in the season in like week two or week three. Like Alabama could easily win the national championship here. Easily run. Oh, for sure. I think all four of these teams could win it. I think this is going to be a very exciting field. I think Michigan versus Alabama is going to expose Michigan. They don't want Bama. I think Texas versus Washington is a toss-up kind of game, and I think the winner of Michigan versus Alabama will win win it all. I don't think JJ McCarthy is that good. I really don't. They didn't play anybody. They don't need JJ McCarthy to be that good, though. That's the thing. Not when you go against when you go against these like these terrible Big Ten fronts. Yeah, you don't. When you go against Alabama, might need to. Jalen Milrow is playing outside of his mind right now. Jalen Milrow is playing f- phenomenal football, but I mean, Alabama's front seven is not even close to what it has been in years past. Let's not put that out there. They're really Plus, good, Graham. They're really good. It's not, it's not as good as it was in years past, and Michigan's offensive line is amazing. So they don't need McCarthy to be that great. Do they need him to pick up third downs here and there, converting the red zone? Sure, but they can just get behind that offensive line and run the football. I think Alabama is going to expose them, Grant. It's it's SC, the SEC is going to expose the big Big Ten's terrible. There hasn't been a Big Ten West champion in what ten years? I think I saw that today. Penn State's not good. So you played Ohio State. You have one meaningful win this season. We'll yeah, see. I mean Alabama probably played the tougher schedule. I'm not going to argue yeah, that. Michigan sure. only played a couple of ranked teams. I think. I think it was bottom, just those two, right? Yeah. Bottom line is Alabama deserved to get in over Florida State. If Florida State would have been a double digit underdog to Alabama. Alabama deserves to get a one loss SEC team is more meaningful than an ACC team that went undefeated that survived Louisville with their third string or backup quarterback. Like it's just not, it wouldn't have been a good product. So the, the committee made the right move. It sucks to see, but that's life. Anyways, well, one thirty final thirty seconds. What happens if Washington just wins it all? Like, what if they're undefeated for a reason? I mean, that'd be pretty crazy. Oregon. The thing about that game was like Oregon didn't show up at all. Like Oregon did not play well in the first half, and they still almost found a way to win the game. And Oregon, like, or I don't think Oregon's that good. Like, I don't think I don't have really any respect for many teams this season. I, I will see. I Michigan has the chance to earn my respect by beating Alabama. If Alabama beats Michigan by two touchdowns or even ten points, even if even if they dominate the game, Big Ten needs to go. Like this, it's it's the SEC. We should just crown the SEC champion, the national champion, and Georgia deserves to get in too. I think if Florida, if no. Georgia is one of the top four teams they in the played, country, their schedule was a they did, you're walk, right. and then you're they right. lost to Bama. But whose schedule was tougher? Flor like Georgia is going to beat Florida State by 25 points. Well, Michigan's schedule was a lot tougher than Georgia's. No, it wasn't. Georgia didn't play anybody. Neither did neither did Michigan. Grant. They beat Ohio State, though. Beating Missouri was more meaningful than beating Ohio State. No, it's not. That is ridiculous. Okay, so, Grant, see, this is the problem. We have to have this debate now. (laughs) The Georgia, Grant, okay, so, yeah, Georgia did not play anybody. Okay, so they beat 
they beat Kentucky, 20th ranked Kentucky. They beat 12th ranked Mizzou. They beat 9th ranked Ole Miss, and they Ole beat 18th ranked Tennessee. And they Ole dominated. Miss, Tennessee, and Missouri. Okay, did did Michigan play the caliber of schedule of Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Missouri, and lose to Alabama by three points? Because I'll tell you what, Penn State, they suck. They're terrible. They play good defense. They're not Beating good. They're Penn State the on the road and Ohio State on the road is more impressive than what Georgia did. Grant, Georgia beat Tennessee on the road. Tennessee's not as good as Ohio State. Like, what are we talking about? Grant, they have they have four top twenty-five wins. So how many does Michigan have? Two. Neither none of their wins are better than at Penn State at Ohio State. Georgia versus FSU is like Georgia versus TCU matchup. Georgia played nobody. SEC wasn't a tough conference. Michigan beat Kyle McCord, who was just Devin Leary and Scarlett and Gray. Georgia clear. Georgia. Georgia would absolutely. We're going to see, Grant. We're going to see. All this can be put to debate when Alabama absolutely smacks Michigan in the mouth because Alabama. This Alabama team's really good. They're getting better. That's the scary. They're really part. Grant. They're you got to stop. You got to stop with this whole Big Ten. The Big Ten's terrible. Like Iowa should not have. Iowa was in the Big Ten championship. That's how bad the Big Ten West is. Okay, and the Big Ten East isn't that good either. No, it's not. I mean, I'm not not defending the conference as a whole. I'm not saying the Big Ten's better than the SEC. I'm just saying Michigan's the best. Probably the, the, the best team right now. No, I think it's Alabama. We'll find out. We'll find out soon. We'll enough. find out. Hey, did you? I'll say this though. One more thing. Did you see Michigan's reaction to playing Alabama? Well, of course they wanted Florida State because it's the back. That's not a competitor. That's not a competitor. They should want Alabama because they get to prove that they're better than the SEC. Oh wait, they're not gonna. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Let's talk about Monday Night Football. That was ten minutes of college. I got a comment here. Alabama barely beat Auburn. Can we stop with this? Like Georgia barely beat Georgia Tech. Like none of the, these. Yeah, because because the, they're not that good. No, Grant, that's not true. It's because <laughs> it doesn't. It's because the big game. Like you're going to have bad games. Michigan scraped by Penn State. If Penn State would have an ounce of offense, an ounce of offense in that game, they win that football game. They didn't. They have a quarterback that was a rookie or a freshman that wasn't ready for the big game. I just Heather wants like, to win the chip not play the hardest teams no that's not true michigan is one and done people like it all right let's talk monday night football yeah let's talk monday night football so you said in the intro uh the jags are nine and a half point favorites that is true at fanduel sportsbook but only fanduel sportsbook all other major books have them as 10 point favorites which we talk about this all the time on the show the importance of knowing the numbers if you're going to be going with the jags you'll probably want to go to fanduel or if you can find that nine and a half number somewhere else if you're going with the Bengals, you want as many as you can get especially at that number of 10 because that is an important number so your bet mgms your caesars your draft kings all those are going to give you the plus 10 for it um tanner i know that we both have differing opinions on this one so why don't you tell us which side you are on in this game i got a comment these dudes love soccer I actually hate soccer i think soccer is the most i love stupid. soccer that's, yeah, that's grand love soccer you got that right i hate soccer i think it's the most stupid sport in the world niners going to the super bowl yes they are can we expect a full workload from etn i believe you can but i do think the jaguars are going to lean on the pass in this game so i believe that the Bengals can be within nine and a half to ten points i think this line's a little bit too much. This Bengals team, they get beat up through the air a little bit. They don't play great defense, right? They're more talented than they've played on defense. I think they have a higher ceiling than we've seen this season. But for the most part, like the offense still has a lot of playmakers. The offensive line isn't great, but you still have Joe Mixon. You still have um, Jamar Chase. You still have T. Higgins, right? Any of those guys questionable tonight? Tyler Boyd, right? Those all those guys still in tonight? 
Yeah, yeah we're, we're good so far. We're good on the injury report. So you still have a lot of playmakers. And you look at Jake Browning's first start of the season, like first legitimate start, 19-26 for 227. Average 8.7 yards per attempt, one touchdown, one interception against the Pittsburgh Steelers team that gets after the quarterback. And he didn't have much of an offensive line. So overall, I think Jake Browning can make throws down the field. He's not Joe Burrow by any means. The Bengals defense is going to have to play decent tonight. But asking the Jaguars to cover 10 points in a primetime game against the Bengals team that five and six, but they really have underperformed with Joe Burrow and they still have talent. Now they have Jake Browning. I just think 10 points is a little too much in this spot against the Jags. Whoa, during pre-production, I thought you said you were going with the Jags. No, I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, we're on the same side then. How about yeah. that? I, I'm no, uh, I'm yeah, like you. I'm also yeah. I'm also Bengals plus 10 here. Jake Brown, to your point, not, not really that bad, but more than anything, what I think about this matchup is the Jags know they don't have to do too much to win this game and to cover. I mean, Trevor Lawrence does not need to go out there and throw four touchdowns. You don't need a, a pick six. You don't need any of these big plays. I think the play calling is going to be a little bit conservative. Um, try to keep some things in the talk. You know, it's a Monday night game. Those games have been going under with ease all season long. When there are fewer points scored, it usually means the underdog is more likely to cover because each point is more valuable. And this is such a big line with the 10 points that I just feel like there's really not a whole lot to tell you to go with the Jags. So for that reason, I'm taking Cincinnati as well. Yeah, and we're getting some comments in here. Who's the X factor for the Bengals to win? I think it's Joe Mixon a little bit. I do think the Bengals need to effectively run the football. Because like when you look at what Joe Mixon did last week, eight carries, 16 yards, average two yards a carry. He caught 44 yards worth of passes, two receptions there. But that makes Jake Browning's performance even more impressive last week. They didn't have a run game. They were forced to throw. He still found a way, right? Um, so overall, I think he needs to be good. I think Jamar Chase needs to make plays down the field. Like Jake Browning's just got to throw the ball up to Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase got to go make plays. Um, but again, too many points. Does Ridley show up tonight? I think Ridley's been showing up all year. What do you think of that, Grant? I think he's been showing up. They just haven't been getting him the football as much as they would like. I agree with that. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell sometimes from the TV angles. You know, really, you got to go back and watch the the alternates, the overheads to really get a good look at it. But uh, we know the Jaguars, despite how good they've been as a team, they've been a little bit wasteful in the red zone there in particular. I think they could be targeting more frequently. So they've also just missed some throws to him. So, yeah, I think he's been a really I said coming into the year, he's going to be a first team all pro receiver. That's not going to happen. But do I think he's playing at a Pro Bowl level? I think he's right around there. Maybe he doesn't quite have the numbers to suggest it, but I think he's been a very positive influence on the offense. Yeah, so we look at the Jaguars' wins. They beat Houston by three points. They beat Tennessee with Will Levis by 20, got smoked by the Niners, beat the Steelers by 10, beat the Saints by six, beat the Colts by 17, beat the Bills by five, Falcons by like by uh, 14, 15, 15, 16 here. So like their wins have been impressive, but like I think the bad teams that they've blown off the field aren't as good as the Bengals. The Bengals have a lot more playmakers. Jake Browning just can't go out and lose the game. What he showed last week is he's not going to do that. He's got to protect the football, make the throws he's going to make. He might make mistakes, so be it. But if the Bengals can find a little bit of a run game in this one. I don't see them losing by 10 points. And to the to the question about who is the X factor, and you said it was Joe Mixon, the Bengals averaged the fewest rushing yards per game in the entire league. 
Part of that is because when Joe Burrow's there, they're going to throw the ball a lot more frequently than they're going to run it. But still, to your point, Mixon only ran 60 or, or eight times for 16 yards last week. You need more production from him. And Jamar Chase, I think he is the guy that you just need to lean into if you're Cincinnati. Even though he only had four receptions last week, he did still have 81 yards. Obviously, that's more than 20 yards per reception. Um, didn't find the end zone, but he'd scored in a couple of straight games before that. So get the ball in his hands. Good things are usually going to happen. Really, if you're the Bengals, you're just hoping for that sort of knuckle under, bend, don't break, and then you just happen to hit a home run. If there's anybody that's going to do that, it's going to be Jamar Chase. Yeah, so I think they got to run the ball effectively to set up the passing game and not have not have the um, Jaguars load up the box. Should be an interesting one, though. We got a comment here from b Can this Jags team make an AFC championship run, do you think? I think they can because the Chiefs aren't as good as people think. Chiefs are all about Taylor Swift. They're not all about being on the field and playing football. Um, outside of the Chiefs, you got the the Jaguars are a potential contender in there. You have who, who am I missing? Why, why, the Dolphins why and the Ravens. Dolphins? I don't think the Dolphins are that good on defense. I think the Ravens probably have one of the best teams. With that being said, though, can Lamar perform down the stretch and protect the football? There's just a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. Like the AFC is wide open, so I do believe the Jaguars. If you got an early ticket on the Jaguars, you're in pretty good shape there um, because it is wide open. I don't see the Chiefs winning the AFC this year. Uh, I would probably still bet if, if value was taken out of it, you're just picking a winner straight up. I would just go with the Chiefs because I think all these teams, I don't think I, any one of them are great. And, you know, I know Mahomes hasn't been amazing this season, but when you get to the playoffs, it's different. And if you're talking about we've got two minutes left, I need to drive to go win us uh, the championship, get us to the Super Bowl. I want Mahomes out there. Their defense is really good. But with that being said, do I think the Jazz can make the championship game? Absolutely. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I think of their – I'm trying to think of how many times they've played the Chiefs. It, uh, the, the, there was some number, like they'd won 14 of their last 16 games against teams not named the Chiefs. Um, that's probably around something like 16 of the last 19 or something like that now. But the point being, they have been amazing against teams not named the Kansas City Chiefs. And like you said, the Chiefs aren't their usual selves this year. So AFC's open. The Jags can absolutely make a run. Yeah, totally agree with that. I think the Jags are going to make a little bit of a run. I don't know if it's going to be all the way to the Super Bowl, but definitely get in, win a playoff game, and compete a little bit. Super Bowl odds for the Jaguars right now, plus 1,500. So 15 to 1, not bad there. Grant, got a couple minutes left here. Give me a prop. Prop from this game, um, I'm going to be taking the under on Trevor Lawrence passing yards. Like I said, should be a pretty conservative game from the Jags. Now, I know Lawrence doesn't have a ton of touchdowns, not really involved himself in the MVP race like people thought he might, but he has been thrown for a lot of yards, and it's a high-numbered hit to begin with just because of his standard. And when you consider that the Jags, you know, they're these huge favorites. They just got to run the ball. Um, don't, don't let Jake Brown and do anything that he probably shouldn't do. Then you'll be just fine. Uh, Travis Etienne to score. Also probably a good one. But I'd be taking the under on Lawrence's yards. We got a comment here from Perk. Tough for the Jags when Houston is winning the South. That's not happening. Jay Bird, the Ravens and Jags will play each other soon. Ravens will win. I agree with that. I think the Ravens are a better team. It's tough to be a team twice, though. So if you play in the regular season and play in the postseason, it's very, very interesting. Like, you know, going back to that Niners-Eagles game, I don't think the Niners smacked the Eagles like they did in the playoff game. They might beat them up, and they might beat them, but I don't think they win by 30 points. Like, that was a statement win. Anyways, prop. Christian Kirk, over 50 and a half receiving yards. Love Christian Kirk to go over tonight. Um, he's gone over in three of his past five games, two of his past three. I do think this game's going to be a little more competitive than we think. 
And Christian Kirk can make plays down the field. He can make plays with yards after the catch. Also, the Bengals have the seventh worst passing defense in the NFL right now in yards allowed per game. So I do think the Jaguars lean on him early, and he's good enough to hit this on a few big plays. So going to go over 50 and a half. All right. Sounds good, Tanner. I like that. Yeah, there we go. Anyways, guys, that was the show. Appreciate everyone watching on TikTok. Appreciate everyone watching on YouTube. Jay Bird coming in with a lot of comments. Perk with a lot of comments. Eddie had a lot of comments today. Got a lot of comments on here. Appreciate all the likes. Ralph was in here liking it. I don't appreciate the comments saying I'm a soccer guy, though. That's a stupid sport. Where did that come from? I don't know. Like, like they're like, he likes baseball. He's like out here saying he likes baseball and he doesn't like soccer. Like they're 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 just chirping in there. But you know what? Baseball is America's game. It's America's pastime. You're the baseball guy, I'm the soccer guy for sure. There we go. Anyways, that was Ride the Line guys. Make sure you join us on Wednesday. We'll be live once again on TikTok and then we're uploading to YouTube. If you guys want to find it, make sure you go up in the link in the bio. Check out the WSN YouTube channel and we will see you soon for another episode. Signing off, Ride the Line. <laughs>